Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today... We are diving into spiritual downloads I've received. I've actually never done anything like this, and I'm kind of nervous because it's like a collection of different thoughts that have come up that have not only really helped me, but also some of my clients, and I just feel the call to share it forward. So essentially, a little bit of a backstory is I sit in meditation at least once a day. I try. It's not always every single day, but most of the time, even if it's for just a few minutes, I'm in meditation and For me, the way I meditate is I honestly just sit and my intention is to either receive inspiration, receive downloads, or just recharge my energy. So I always set a little bit of an intention before. And this past week, um, specifically like the last week of March, I have received so many spiritual downloads and they just feel so potent and it feels like I'm meant to share them forward. So I have them written down. I will be looking at my phone um, for everyone watching on video. But I just felt the need to share these downloads forward because I don't know, I don't feel like it's meant to be only for me. So I'm going to share them forward. It would be so helpful for me to hear if these resonated with you, if they were what you needed to hear, um, because I know that's the way downloads work sometimes. So please, once you listen to this episode, if one of these felt like it was specifically meant for you, just let me know um, because I'm happy to do more of these. I literally have a whole notebook full of my downloads and it's actually on my notes app sometimes too. So I have them with me all the time and I'm happy to keep sharing them forward. It's just like a format I'm not used to, which is me just spewing out random thoughts with no actual calls to action. And so let's see how this one goes. It's a little bit different. So the first one is I think that there are a few different types of manifestation. I think there's passive manifestation, proactive manifestation, and reactive manifestation. And I feel like from what I've seen in my clients, from what I've seen on my Instagram and social media, I think that most people want manifestation to be very, very passive. I think they want to set an intention never do anything again, and it pops up in their mind. I feel like that's what a lot of people identify manifestation as. However, my perspective and what's really, really worked for me is proactive manifestation. And what I mean by proactive is you aren't just waiting around for your results. You aren't 
only manifesting with the intention of getting a result. You're proactively manifesting day by day. No matter what happens, the practice of manifestation is something that you're proactively doing. And then reactive manifestation, I think, is where some people, once they hear about manifestation, they try some stuff, it doesn't work. I think it becomes reactive manifestation where it's like, okay, I know this is real. I don't like my life. And so because you don't like your current reality, with that as your kind of fuel, you are reacting to your current reality and trying to manifest from the lens of, I need to shift my reality. I need to change this. And that's not a bad thing. I just think they all have three very, very different energies. And breaking that down, I hope that you're able to kind of put yourself into a category of what are you currently doing? Um, Are you currently passively manifesting where you're kind of just tired of it? Or are you proactively manifesting where you're like, you know what, I'm on a good schedule, I'm on a good ritual, I have a good routine, and I'm actually enjoying this process? Or are you being a little bit more reactive where your energy is so impacted by your desires and your energy is so impacted by whether or not your manifestation shows up? And to me, the most peaceful and enjoy like enjoyable process of manifestation is the proactive manifestation because you're not impacted by your result. You're doing it whether or not your result shows up. So it becomes more of a normal. And this is where I'm saying where manifestation becomes a lifestyle. I think proactive manifestation is kind of like that key to success that most people don't like hearing. Actually, this episode is going to be filled with things that most people don't want to hear but I'm sharing it forward anyways, because I feel like that proactive manifestation is, it feels like it defeats the purpose because manifestation is supposed to be magical and easy, which it is, but our definition of magic and ease is actually convenience and low effort. And magic and ease is actually like miracles show up and ease is if you choose for it to be. And so that's kind of the difference in energies. And I just have had it on my mind. I don't know how to articulate it well enough to make a video or anything. So I hope this really resonates with you and gives you a little bit of insight. So Any suggestions on shifting to a more proactive manifestation lifestyle is stop letting your 3D world impact you. Um, I have created new tools and affirm it to help you with that. However, don't manifest just to see a result. Manifest because you're enjoying the before and after of how you feel. And to help you create more of that enjoyment is notice. Like, before you write your affirmations and after, do you feel a shift in energy? Or before you sit in a meditation and after you listen to the meditation, do you feel a shift? Those little moments of acknowledgement is going to help you want to proactively manifest because you're going to be like, wow, this does help me feel better. Even if my manifestation doesn't show up tomorrow, I still feel a little bit better. And honestly, that's amazing. So that's a really good way to start helping you shift to a more proactive manifestation approach rather than being passive and frustrated or reactive and kind of fueled by like a distaste for your current reality, because I don't think any of us want to come from that intention. So that's download number one. Download number two. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. So I was kind of thinking about why do we find it so hard to believe? Why is it so hard to shift our beliefs? And why is it so hard to believe in the unseen? I think the number one thing I struggle with this too, when we're on this journey of 
I'm manifesting my dreams and good things can happen to me. We start really high on the belief because we probably heard someone else's success story. We saw some proof of transformation and then you're like, whoa, I can do this too. Then when we try, we don't see those results. And then that belief factor goes down so quickly and it feels like it's just not meant for us. So I feel like the reason we struggle to believe in the unseen is because in order to believe in the unseen, you have to let go of being right because there's no guarantee that you're going to be wrong and our ego hates being wrong. And so if you are trying to believe in the unseen, there's a potential that you could be wrong. Your ego doesn't want to be wrong. So that creates so much resistance where it's like, you know what? I would rather be right in the fact that this is probably not possible. I would rather protect my ego. I would rather be right and not be proven wrong because it is so scary to believe in something. And we're so scared of failing. We're so scared of messing up that choosing to believe in something that is not seen yet, choosing to believe in something that is not common is absolutely threatening to our egos and to our kind of survival instinct. So if you're finding it hard to tap into your beliefs, to actually believe in the manifestation process, my invitation to you is challenge your ego. Ask yourself, what am I so scared of? Why am I so scared of believing in this? Like, what's the worst that could happen? And ask yourself that question because when you can call that out to yourself, you'll realize how minuscule of a fear it is. And that minuscule fear is holding you back from literally a world of possibility and a world of magic. And so when you notice yourself kind of in the manifestation journey and you're like, okay, I think it's possible, but I'm not sure if it is. And I'm scared to believe it. Challenge yourself in those moments and be like, what am I so scared of? Why is this belief so scary? Why is it being too good to be true so scary for me? And what am I actually afraid of finding out? Am I afraid of finding out that I could have had it so much easier my entire life and I've been suffering for no reason? Like, what are you scared of finding out? And have the courage to admit that to yourself. And I guarantee you that belief and the fear of believing in the unseen will dissolve even a percent. And that is huge in this journey. And so give yourself permission to question yourself and say, you know what? What am I that scared of? And it's helped me so, so much because we're just not willing to take those risks. Like we're not willing to risk being wrong and we'd rather risk being right in our safety and in our suffering because we know that's real, right? We know like whatever you're experiencing, we know the lack of finding your dream home or the lack of being with your soulmate. We know that's our current reality. So no one can tell us that's wrong. However, the possibility that your soulmate is literally right in front of you or the possibility that you can be in your dream home next month, that's scary. And that's scary to be wrong at. And we don't want to be proven wrong because we are so unsure of ourselves at that point. And so try it out. And I'm so curious to see how it helps you. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest the truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. 
So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Okay, the next um, little download I have is I think we try so hard to understand manifestation. I think we try so hard to understand manifestation to a T that we distract ourselves by trying to understand it and put logic on it. But in reality, we don't have to understand something for us to experience those benefits. For example, we all drive cars or we're all sitting in a car or on a train or in an airplane. Those are extremely complicated machines. Those are very, very complicated systems, but we all use them. We all have benefited from that transport and we don't fully understand how they work. So similarly with manifestation, what I've been seeing the problem is, is a lot of people are like, well, how do I do this? How does this happen? Why is it, how does it work like this? And we spend so much time trying to figure out how it works, why it works, and kind of get to the root and assign logic, which is our ego, conscious, decision-making mind. We're trying so hard to assign logic to manifestation, but we have so many examples of things in our life that we use on a daily basis where we don't understand. We don't understand the logic. We don't take the time to understand the complications and how it works. And so why are we self-sabotaging when it's okay to not fully understand manifestation, but to still understand and to still receive the benefits and experience the magic? I feel like that is a form of self-sabotage that we're doing. I've done this myself too, where it's like, in theory, I know how manifestation works, but if there's one thing that's not manifesting, I'm like, why? We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to make it figure outable, like that book, right? Everything is figure outable, which I think it is, but is it necessary to figure out? I don't think so. I think we sometimes distract ourselves in the act of trying to figure it out rather than the act of just doing it unplanned, doing it with a little bit more doubt than we want to, because we feel like if we understand it completely, we'll have confidence. And that's the furthest thing from the truth, because just because you know how something works will not guarantee your confidence. Confidence mainly comes from evidence. It mainly comes from proof in your reality and then belief, of course. So that confidence you're searching for, that faith that you're searching for, it's not going to strengthen 100% by understanding how something works. So if you are someone who kind of is constantly researching how manifestation works, or you keep distracting yourself by reading books, watching videos, and learning and consuming, I invite you to take 1% or one hour of that consumption, that learning, and shift it into application, shift it into practice, shift it into action. So many people I know will just read their affirmations on social media. They'll kind of see the fact that they should meditate and consider the fact that, okay, I read that I should meditate. I thought that I should meditate. I didn't actually meditate, but just the fact that I considered it is kind of enough. And I'm going to be so real with you. It's not like not for where we are all at consciously in our kind of current human space, where we are all at in our kind of 3D, 4D, even 5D dimension, we it's not enough to just cerebrally think about it. We have to actually put it into practice and kind of get out of our routine, pull ourselves out of our daily life and dive into manifestation even for just five minutes a day. It's going to make a difference. So whenever you notice yourself over consuming, over learning, over trying to understand it, 
switch it and put it into practice. That is my biggest kind of goal in my journey and my kind of purpose is to give you the tools and give you the ease of actually practicing manifestation. Because I think now with Google, with artificial intelligence, with thousands of free resources on TikTok, on social media, on Instagram, We all understand how manifestation works, right? We know you set your intentions, you write your affirmations, you know how to do it, but why isn't it working? It's because 90% of people aren't actually going to do it. It's kind of like going to the gym and those types of things where it's like, in theory, you know, if you want to get strength or shift your body, you probably need to move it. But most of the time we don't, we just push it off. We self-sabotage. And so my intention is for you to bring that same concept into manifestation and stop trying to learn and just start trying to do because starting and putting in practice is better than just trying to get it right in your mind. Because ultimately your mind can only fathom so much and actually being in the practice is something that your mind can't even comprehend. It is far beyond your mind. That connection you're establishing with the universe, with your higher self, with your inner being is so much deeper than something your mind can consciously do on purpose. So I hope that resonates with you. Okay. Number four, um, these two are kind of analogies. So I have two more left for you. How are we doing on time? Okay, good. 15 minutes and we're okay. So another thing I've been seeing is a lot of people have been using manifestation as a band-aid. So a lot of people, and this is not to call you out, I've been in the same exact situation, but I've been seeing a lot of people use manifestation as a band-aid for deeper wounds and as a quick fix to deeper wounds. Um, and what I mean by that is a lot of people try and use manifestation to bypass some of the harder healing work that's not super glamorous, not super sexy, and we don't necessarily want to do it. For example, self-worth. I think that is the root cause of 99% of limiting beliefs and hindrances, and it is probably the most unsexy thing to work on. It is probably the most untangible thing to work on because there's no check mark that's going to indicate that, yeah, you have high self-worth. And it is the hardest, most unseen, most complex thing for our conscious minds, once again, to grasp. And so when something is so hard to grasp, we feel like there's an assumption to be made that a certain manifestation is actually going to fill that void for us. I see this a lot in people who want to manifest their soulmate. They think that manifesting their soulmate is going to fill some sort of missing void inside of them that they will feel suddenly more enough. Or with manifesting money, I'll feel suddenly more free. I'll feel suddenly more worthy. I'll feel suddenly more successful when I have X amount of dollars in my bank account. And I have been in every single one of these situations. I've manifested my dream home, manifested my soulmate, manifested lots and lots of money, manifested my dream business. And I can promise you that every single manifestation was never filling the gap within me that I thought it needed to fix. Um, It brought me joy maybe for five minutes and then it went away. That immediate kind of dopamine hit. Like, yes, I love my husband and I love having him in my life, but like, does that fill that missing piece that makes me feel that I'm complete? Not all the time when he's not here. No. So it's like, then that doesn't count. Like there has to be, we're all searching for that feeling of completeness. We're all searching ultimately for that feeling of, I can breathe. I'm good. I'm going to be okay. I'm enough. And I'm safe. Like 
Those are the fundamental things we're searching for. And a lot of that to me is different versions of love. And we think that manifesting money will give that to us in a way. We think that getting our soulmate or our dream home or our dream car or that dream job, we think that all of these things are going to provide us that. And ultimately, it is such a band-aid. People use manifestation as a band-aid. And I'm really trying to flip that script by not only trying to help you manifest those things, because I think those are amazing things, but also giving you the wisdom and the tools and the resources to also heal those deeper inner wounds. And the biggest thing that I think people get it wrong is they think that manifestation is the end result. My opinion is manifestation is the entire journey. And I think if you are willing to go on that entire journey, that journey becomes medicinal. That journey becomes healing. So people try and use manifestation as a Band-Aid, but I actually think manifestation is the medicine to heal that inner wound. And what I mean by manifestation as a medicine is the entire journey, the ups, the downs, the self-doubt, the why isn't it here yet? That entire wavy roller coaster of a journey, I think is a medicine we're all really looking for, but it's the part of manifestation that we're all trying to skip and fast forward through. So my invitation to you is next time you feel excited about your manifestation or you're kind of skipping over your spiritual practice, ask yourself, is my manifestation going to be a Band-Aid or is it going to be the medicine? And when you can allow manifestation to be your medicine, I think there is so much power because you're done looking for the result because you know just by being here, you are healing, you are growing, and you are getting closer to that result because you're stopping to look for that result to heal you. You know this journey is also healing you. So I hope I explained that well. It made perfect sense in my head and it kind of blew my mind because I have one really big thing I'm manifesting right now. And it's just like the evidence is not there. And I'm just like, what is happening? And I realize I'm using that as a Band-Aid when in fact I'm skipping the manifestation part as the medicine. And when the medicine can heal you, you don't need a Band-Aid. Does that make sense? I don't know. Makes sense in my head. I hope it really resonates with you. And lastly, maybe this will be a more helpful analogy. We are talking about the speed of manifestation. If you are someone who puts timelines on manifestations or you're like, yeah, it has to happen tomorrow. And time is such a big factor in your manifestation journey. For me, earlier this year, time was the biggest factor in my manifestation journey. So I actually did a lot of reprogramming work um, and healing and tapping and affirmations around reprogramming, reprogramming my relationship with time. And when I reprogram my relationship with time, I started receiving these types of downloads. So I'm going to read this one so I don't mess it up. So it's like, we always try and speed up our manifestations, but what we forget is manifestation is a part of nature. And just like we cannot speed up the pace of nature, we can't speed up when it's going to rain, we can't speed up how fast our plants grow, just like the way we can't speed the pace of nature, the same way we can't speed the pace of manifestation, because manifestation has its own pace. It is a part of nature. And so when you find yourself trying to rush the process and you're like, okay, I'm over the affirmations. I just want my manifestation. When you find yourself doing that, I invite you to remember this. Manifestation is a part of nature and it is not my job to control the pace of nature. And yes, there are people, and I've done this too, where it's like, it's cloudy and I'm on vacation. I'm like, wait, I really want the sun to come out. I've, in my opinion, manifested the sun to come out, but 
who knows if that's even real, um, but that's just all belief. But like, we don't try to mess with nature. We respect nature. We respect seasons. We respect the fact that when you plant a seed, it takes four to six weeks to germinate and then to sprout and then to become a seedling. We respect that journey. And so why can't we apply same to manifestation, trusting that nature will do its course, the universe will take care of it. We find it so hard um, to trust that speed. And when we put too much pressure on the speed, we're actually slowing it down. So when you're putting that timeline and you're constantly searching and you're checking the date on the calendar, one day left, then we're actually just putting way too much pressure on it. And so when you can drop the pressure and the speed of how fast is it going to come, allowing it to be at its own pace in nature's pace. And nature moves really fast when it wants to and when you give it the space to. So it doesn't mean that nature is slow. It just means that we our kind of attention and impact doesn't necessarily make a difference. Most of the time it creates more resistance. So release that resistance by giving nature its space, giving manifestation its space to work its magic. So those are all the five intuitive little downloads I had, the messages that came through through my meditations. And they were all super helpful to me with this last thing I've been really manifesting. And it did end up manifesting. And it feels so good to be able to say that because it was such a hard journey um, because I was feeling a lot of guilt and there were so many different emotions coming up. And once I started sitting back in my practice and giving myself time back, it started to unfold so quickly because I finally started to apply all the things I'm sharing with you today. So I hope if you are on your manifestation journey, you're in the process, you're in the middle of it. I hope these little insights help. And thank you so, so much for being here and spending some time with me. And seriously, please let me know if these messages felt like they were meant for you or if they resonated. Um, I'm so excited to hear. So thank you. I love you. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate, interview the podcast, and share it on your social media, so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today, and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 